Look, all I know is that that one reviewer said that we have decent personalities. And I think yes. that's really like we just need to focus on like just it's just decent. <laughs> like, let's just be decent. Like, you know, all we need, man. That's all. Yeah, that is the goal. That's just that. Welcome to another episode of Podjiba, the Pajiba television podcast. I'm Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba managing editor Tori Preston. Hi. Hello. And uh, why are you Cher? <laughs> D- Dustin's named himself Cher in our <laughs> podcast chat, and I don't, I don't even know, I don't understand. Hello. It's Tori. not even. It's not even a. It's not. Oh well. At least he says hi to Tori. Dustin Rolls is here. Uh, and I guess he's paying homage to Cher for some reason. I just, is I just that had... why you were singing If I Could Turn Back Time earlier? Well, that's why I used that name, because I can't get that song into my head. Will you sing it again? If I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> well, at I least... I don't know why I'm a sucker, and every time you ask me to sing something, I do. I know it's great. It's uh, <laughs> it? It, it definitely doesn't have anything to do with what you're drinking, or does it? Mm-hmm. I am drinking Allagash and uh, Farmhouse Pale Ale, which is not a oh, shit. What did Matt call it? It's not a pale ale. It's, uh, saison. Um, saison. It is not a saison. Okay. Thank you. Are you back on beer because you're no longer drinking wine? Uh, yeah, we did. Um, an abbreviated four-day Passover this year, and I had way too much wine during that stint, so I was like, I want some beer. <laughs> I'm also uh, drinking beer. A good beer? Is it uh, uh, Vermont no. Green River? No, it's... Gosh. God damn it, it's Green State, and no, it's not. <laughs> it's um, it's actually Canadian. It's Le Fin du Monde. Oh. Oh. which is a triple ale, um, but it is made with, uh, it's got like spices, and I believe it's brewed with champagne yeast. So it has very tiny little bubbles. That sounds delicious. It's great. It's great. Um, but mm. it's in a big bottle, and I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to cork it. There's no way I'm going to finish it. I feel like when <laughs> beers are triple that you have to say triple in a funny way right yeah it's like yeah triple triple no i just always say triple but like yeah it's like you have to it's not three beers (laughs) (laughs) um yeah oh and it's bottle re-fermented that's the other thing about it i don't know what that means um, so you ferment it once and then you have more yeast and it goes into the bottle and continue, it ferments again. Oh, like oh. refried beans. It's just like refried beans, yes. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. A, yeah, that's precisely what it is. <laughs> I thought I would nail that analogy. I think you did. I think you yeah. really, you did. <laughs> um, and now I'm also strangely hungry. <laughs> um, Dan, what did you find in the magic liquor cabinet? Oh, uh, this week I found a can of uh, Simpler brand wines. It's a it's an Italian wine cocktail. Ooh. Uh, it's mango 
flavored and it's I don't know it's it's fine it's uh, it tastes like mango juice wine oh. wine <laughs> I like mango alcohol yeah. um, wonderful but there's only one can so uh, after that I will I might have some uh, Glenlivet whiskey after oh. that Oh, swill. Swill? Yeah, well, I, you know, after you get drunk, you drink the swill. Oh, no, they're, the can they, is small. It's not enough to get drunk. Oh, I see. The Green River Vermont stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you're going to insult it, get the name right. How are wow. we going to get them as a sponsor? <laughs> it's Green State. It's the name of the state, Dustin. <laughs> With the I fuck see. river. <laughs> Dustin can't remember uh, Green State Lager because... River clearly on his mind, as it always is this time of year, because uh, once again, it's time for Dustin's Riverdale recap. Flawless segue. uh, Where Dustin tells us everything that's happening on Riverdale, which he definitely does not hallucinate in a fever dream. (laughs) Correct. Um, So Percival Perkins is the new villain. He's just taken taken over the show now, and he's just like orchestrating everything. Uh, This week, he tried to make... A deal with Veronica and the casino, like getting business with her, even though he was trying to oust them last week. Uh, and that largely entailed pushing out Pops, uh, uh, the diner, and uh, removing Pops from the city logo, which is a thing. Uh, so he did that, but then Veronica sort of like maneuvered a deal to work with uh, Tabitha from Pops and Tony and they met another range, but that wasn't the interesting part. The interesting part was uh, Percival. Uh, well, so so they got Archie. Archie's they're trying. Archie's trying to figure out how to like outmaneuver uh, Percival. So he and um, Jughead came up with a plan to make Archie like a mythic town hero, and they did that by bringing in the Guinness Book of World Records guy, and then uh, making Archie do a lot of stupid task like get a, get punched in the stomach by like a hammer or a sledgehammer or something and a whole lot of dumb things so that he could be uh, officially um, declared the uh, toughest man in the world which would then make him a hero so he did that and then they were and then Jughead's like we really got to push this and if we really want to make you the hero and therefore alienate Percival we have to build a statue for you and, Doug, and Archie's like, oh, no, no, I don't, you know, I don't think a statue, that's too many. And the Jughead's like, no, we gotta, this is important. So, but before we do that, you've got to beat, like, this tough boxer guy in the boxing ring. And Archie's like, all right, fine, fine. So they, they agree to, like, uh, box this guy, but, because um, Ar- uh, Archie has superhero powers. And Archie's like, but, you know, it's kind of not fair because he doesn't and I don't want to hurt him. And Jughead knows, is like, that's the, you know, the glory of this plan is that you don't have to beat him. You just have to not get knocked out because this guy has only ever knocked out people. So Archie's like, fine. But then Percival, who's like a weenie, um, mind controls the guy that Archie was supposed to box to drop out. And then Percival's like, Archie, uh, that guy's not going to do it. So how about we box? And uh, if you win, you can have your statue and I'll leave you alone. And if I win, then we build a statue to my grandfather or something. And Archie's like, fuck, 
cool, let's do that, because I'm like a superhero and I could never lose. Uh, except that Archie got his shit kicked out of him. Uh, because, uh, while Betty was asleep, Percival came into her room and mind controlled her into like revealing Archie's weakness, which was, again, was that like uh, mineral, I forget what it was called. You guys remember? Kryptonite? No, it's, it is a, his, his kryptonite, but it's called something else. Okay. I don't remember. Like, it's not Ethereum, which is, I think, isn't that crypto? But something like that. Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Doge. he put some Bitcoin in his, uh, <laughs> in his boxing gloves and then beat the crap out of Archie. And now Archie's not going to have a statue in Percival is. And then Cheryl... I don't remember what Cheryl did. Oh, 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 you know what happened with Cheryl? She became, um, (laughs) she became Firestarter. What? She's, she's, uh, she's Firestarter. She's on, yeah, she's on. She's a pyrokinetic now. She kept getting these huge fevers and, um, they brought in a night nurse to watch after her and she woke up and the night nurse was Ash. So she's like, Betty, Betty, help me out here. Why is my night nurse turned to ash? What happened to him? And Betty did some investigating and discovered that uh, Cheryl was like, you know, a pyrokinetic and like didn't know how to control her power. So I guess she had turned this guy to ash and no one thought to like arrest her for that. They were more like, ooh, let's learn how to channel your powers. So by the end of the episode, she was able to burn a log because they put a picture of her mother on the log and... She got angry. Uh, she got angry enough to direct her uh, body heat toward that and burst it into flames. So Cheryl's, and then oh, in the end of the episode, she started reading Firestarter. Um, have they figured out why some people in town suddenly have powers? Well, no, because nobody knows that they have powers, except for them. Well, right, but more and more people are getting them. So, like, right, it's Betty only didn't Betty. Tell- no, Betty Jughead and Archie are the only one with powers, and they, they're the only three that know that they, okay. except yeah. for Cheryl now as a fire shutter, but she doesn't go into town. And so Percival? Knows about her. Well, Percival, they don't know he has mind control powers because he controls their minds. Well, okay, but what about the dog? <laughs> I'm uh, just saying, it seems like a it. lot of people, why, a lot why, of... You're not understanding the logic of Riverdale, Tori. <laughs> I mean, that's an uh, understatement. <laughs> Uh, that will al- literally always be the case. I will never understand the logic of R- Riverdale. And that is my, that's my cross to bear. Yes. <sighs> and that's the Riverdale corner. Also, recap. Dustin. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> recap. I, I, I did, this is not Riverdale related, but I did want Tori, I wanted to let you know that Chim has returned to 911 after a long hiatus. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Why did he go away? Uh, I'm not sure why he went away in real life, but on the show, he went to chase Maddie, who went to Boston, who also left the show for a long time. Uh, yeah, I heard about with, that. Yeah. She was dealing with um, postpartum depression on the show, uh, and Chim went to Boston to find her, and stayed in Boston for like six months or something. Lots of things happened at the firehouse while he was gone, but he came back and then he and Maddie broke up. <gasps> I know. But he's gonna still be on the show, right? Yeah, they're still both on the show. They just decided, you know, 
they can't do it right now. They're just not meant to be, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really that, get it. That's very sad. But yeah. he's the best, so I'm sure he'll be okay. He's literally so. survived worse. And, but they have, you know, the baby together, and so we'll see how that goes. I figure they might get back together at some point. But it was a very weird sort of, like, decision to, like, break them up because it didn't seem like it served any purpose because he went all the way to Boston and they had the big reunion episode. Yeah. He found her, and then and then the next episode they were like, well, on the road trip back to uh, Los Angeles, we decided to break up. Like, oh, okay. Oh. Do you, yeah. do you think it's something like, do you think one of the actors might be leaving at the end of the season? So they're trying to like lay the groundwork for that. But I feel like if that was going to happen, you just wouldn't have done the reunion and brought them back. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Why bring Maddie back if that's the case? I mean, you can't get rid of, I mean, it's not like Tim's. I mean, he's no, you can't. The heart. No, you can't get rid of him. Although they did sort of re replace him on the show with somebody else. So I don't know what's going to happen with. Him and his replacement, if there's going to be like a, a, a turf war or something. I don't know. <sighs> Lots of drama over there, though. So much drama. Did they? Oh, you, uh, they're probably setting up a spinoff or something. I mean, if it's them. a Chim spinoff, I'm fine oh. with it. If they're trying to do like a Chicago thing where it's like now they're going to just separate it's like instead of just first responders generally it's like we'll have 911 operators solely as a show and like <laughs> yeah well maybe chim goes back to boston because he was working uh, as like a volunteer uh emt over there and maybe that they could figure out how to move him to boston and then they have sort of 911 boston Ugh, are they still doing lone star they are but i don't i don't watch that yeah trash I just, not like the nine one one. Not like the mothership. No, they took them. The, you knew it was wrong with Lone Star when they took too long to introduce the, the like, bull semen and the goring. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, they just really dropped the ball on that. Well, How have the emergencies been on nine one one lately? I feel like I don't see any crazy ads for it yeah. anymore. They've been kind of mediocre, and they've been paying a lot of attention not to Angela Bassett and Peter Krause's character, but to Buck and that other good-looking guy. Oh, uh, Eddie? Eddie, yeah. Thank you. Eddie is working. Uh, he's he's not in the station anymore because he's uh, working a desk because he's having some PTSD. Oh. Well, I feel like at a certain point they kind of had to... All the stuff with Peter President and Angela Bassett, like, they got together and they're healthy and, like, the show can't break them up, but there's nowhere really to go with them. Because yeah. also, if you explore anymore, like, the only thing they can go back to is, like, hey, remember how he killed that apartment building full of people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, this, I feel like the show is trying so hard to never acknowledge that that happened. Well, no, no, Eddie threw that in, in his face a couple of weeks oh, ago. When... Really? When he was like, no, you can't come back to the station yet because I don't think you're mentally ready, ready. for that. And he's like, fuck you. You, like, killed an apartment full of people and your whole family. <laughs> okay, well, and that makes like, me happy. I'm glad that they're not <laughs> sweeping that under the rug because that's bizarre. He's like, that's harsh, Eddie. <laughs> Does that make Buck the more reasonable one? Um, I don't know. He he's like the guy that's helping, but he's having issues with his girlfriend because he accidentally kissed Buck's replacement. 
And then to make up for it, he invited his girlfriend to move in with him. Uh, yeah, stupid. Jeez. I don't care, Buck or Eddie. More Chim. <laughs> More Chim. Yeah, just bring Chim back. That's right. Sorry. Well, thank Digression. you for the catch-up. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's always good to have bonus 911 time. <laughs> Said no one ever. Even if no, it's during the Riverdale recap, Dustin. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Because uh, the only the only segment that's in a corner is Tori's segment, and it's Tori's Kung Fu Corner, which is right now. Yes, that's true. Yeah, don't steal my title. Yeah, how dare you? Um, oh my God! So this last episode of Kung Fu was great. Uh, I'm gonna jump ahead to the end because it's really the important part. So I don't know if you guys are aware, but uh, Kung Fu is on its mid-season hiatus, which will last a whole week. Um, And the cliffhanger they left it on was that Henry got kidnapped by some weird fucking organization that his dad works for. And I I don't really know what that's all about, but it was very upsetting to me. Um, And we have to wait to find out how it all works out. And I really hope that Henry is okay. And I really wish someone could give me some sort of like reassurance on that but you know i guess i'll just have to like tune in Um, yeah it's it's uh you know those cliffhangers you never know uh if someone is gonna you know survive or not yeah Um, like what what if yeah like i hope he's okay i hope they don't torture him or like mm -hmm. take his shirt off or like you know anything i i don't know what that organization is but based on this episode i'm really thinking sebastian's behind it no, no, you, Come okay, on. all right, so, Look, let's go back. He's, so, he's got secrets, right? Yeah, no, but so does Ryan, like, that's the whole point, so, oh my god, all right, let's go back, okay, so, um, the main plot was uh, Nikki and Mia chasing down these, like, uh, magic rocks that an evil scientist is making for the Tams, and the rocks, uh, if you play, like, music at them, they, like, cause the earthquake, or just kill people. So anyway, so magic rocks. Um, but they Not also, any earthquake. They caused the San Francisco. But they think so with the bell. Right. If you put the rocks on a bell and then do stuff, um, yeah. So, uh, and but they also have some sort of like Mia like got hypnotized by them, kind of like that was a whole. So that was a whole thing. Um, and the good news is that Mia and Nikki learned how to work together, and Nikki like realized she kind of has to like take more of a leadership role and just stop trying to be her Mia's friend because Mia really needs some guidance uh, and like boundaries and like to listen to somebody um, which is really good and then bad news is Tam still got like a whole bunch of the rocks so you know their evil plan is still afoot then on the other side of things, mm-hmm. um, Althea ran into her old boss, who is the one that she had the lawsuit against for uh, sexual harassment. And they're like at the bar and he she like stands up to him and it's like really cool. And then she she's there with her husband and, and Ryan and Sebastian and they're all going to like leave. And the guy says something crappy to her husband. So he turns around and punches him. And then the guy has, like, two just, like, hilarious goons. And he's, like, trying to sick the goons on him. And then Sebastian just steps forward and it just, like, shuts that shit down. Just, like, grabs one of them in a headlock and is, like, you know. Um, So 
he's a very good fighter and it was really hot. Ryan <laughs> does not seem to think that it's that hot. And Ryan, so the whole thing is Sebastian has figured out that something's going on with Nikki because he's kind of like, what's her job? And Ryan's like, oh, you know, stuff. So not a great answer. They should probably work as a family to come up with a better cover story for Nikki, but we'll leave that. Um, and so Ryan's just like, you know, I will tell you when I'm ready, but like, yeah, there's some stuff going on and like, it's kind of a secret and can you deal with that? And Sebastian's like, sure. So then when they get out of this bar after this fight, Ryan's like, so where'd you learn how to fight? And Sebastian's like, so I'm not ready to talk about it. (laughs) Like, can you deal with it? So Dustin is trying to imply that this is nefarious and proof that Sebastian is evil. Whereas it's actually just really healthy for these two adults Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to you know explore their boundaries and you know grow together at their own Mm -hmm, pace mm -hmm. and i hope that ryan is able to deal with the fact that sebastian also has secrets because i have a feeling when we find them out they're going to be very attractive secrets okay so you're telling me tori that Sebastian, who just shows up one day and (laughs) takes a job as a chef and who has uh, a lot of, like, uh, who has secrets and who can kick the shit out of anybody and who has also been gently prodding Ryan for information about his sister is just a good guy. Okay, let's put this in perspective. (laughs) Everything that you just said could apply Mm -hmm. to the main to the hero of the show. Nikki also just showed up one day and <laughs> has a lot of secrets and knows how to fight really well. Like, it's fine. He's oh. fine. You're, you're just, I, this is, you're, you're getting snowed in by his beautiful smile. It's, have you, he, he has a very nice smile, Dustin. He does. I don't know why you need to ruin this for us. <laughs> why can't we just, the way that, so, because the whole thing is they, they made out in Ryan's office and it was uh-huh. so hot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And look, if, you know, I don't know how long Henry's going to be kidnapped for. Mm-hmm. I need this. Just well, don't, don't. Dustin, it seems it. like you don't want people to like to have nice things. <laughs> And I mean, look, I I don't know uh, which of you is right, or or if it's some other third option that no one's mentioned Wait, yet. Derek is behind but... all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, he was he he did kind of uh, put the squeeze on a chauffeur driver to get information. So like maybe he's he's going a little dark side. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of Derek this season. He could be pulling some strings behind the scenes. Also, historically, you know. Um, White men are very believable villains. True, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so are beautiful men with beautiful smiles. Just, I don't think you need... <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. The show will come back from hiatus and we'll have more episodes and eventually we'll learn his secret and it will probably be completely understandable and they'll bond and everything's going to be fine mm-hmm. and he definitely is not working for the Tams. I'm going to feel so vindicated. That was Kung Fu Corner. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, I think, uh, again, I don't watch the show, but I believe uh, the the show is not airing this week. Uh -uh. And we'll be back next week. And then we'll find out what happens. I hope Henry's okay. Also, I would place bets about Sebastian with you, Dustin, but I don't want this to turn into another... uh, Yasmin situation. 
<laughs> God damn it, now I can't think of it. Jasper, thank you. I was gonna say, no, it's not Yas, but it's Yasbleed. No. <laughs> it was Jasper, not even Jasper. <laughs> yeah, okay, Jasper, whatever. God damn it. Uh, so All what's right. next? Apparently uh, there's a whole lot of television. Apparently there's a whole lot of television, which Dustin uh, claimed happened over the weekend. And then... When pressed to name a show, he uh, refused, uh, saying something about uh, about Fifth Amendment privileges. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but while he was rambling, Tori said that she wanted to talk about a new anime. Oh, I did. Oh, it's my time. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. So real quick, uh, started watching this new anime. It's only I think there's only two episodes out. It's called Spy Family. Um, but I've already read the manga, or as far as it's gotten. And I just wanted to talk about it because it's absolutely adorable. And I actually think Dustin would like it, except that he doesn't like cartoons. That's right. Um, so the premise of the show is that there's a spy. There are like two countries uh, that have been, that have a truce, but historically have been battling. So there's a whole lot of like spies kind of tr- trying to make sure that the truce remains so that the countries don't go into war again. Um, so there's one spy and his latest mission is that he needs to... Uh, get close to this dignitary um, who possibly could be like kind of trying to start the war again. So he needs to get close and get information. It has to be like a long-term relationship. But the problem is that the guy is a recluse and he only ever goes out. um, The only social interactions he has are at his child's school. It's the only place he'll go out in public. So to get close to him, the spy has to form a family and get Basically, he has a week to find a child and get the child enrolled to this, like, fancy private school. Hmm. Um, And so he does. He goes to an orphanage, picks up a a little girl. uh, And then he finds out that the school, for the entrance, after the entrance exam, uh, there's an interview. And both the father and the mother have to show up. So now he needs a wife. So he has to find a wife. Again, like, all in a week. So the thing about the show is that you have a guy who is a spy who is pretending to be a psychiatrist, like totally normal person. The child he picks up at this orphanage uh, had been experimented on as a child, and she's like six years old, and she is telepathic. She can read minds. And the woman he picks up to play his wife is also looking for a cover because she is secretly an assassin. (laughs) So you have a husband and wife who... Both think the other one is a totally normal person. They don't know each other's secrets. The child knows what everyone's secret is because she can read minds, but she's only six years old, so she doesn't really understand what's going on. And the fate of the world depends on this kid getting into the school and becoming friends with, like, basically surviving long enough that the dad can, like, eventually make his way in and meet. Um this other guy and it is a comedy with lots of action and it's super charming um it just started airing uh so i think there's two episodes out i found it you can watch the dubbed versions, or sorry the subtitled versions on hulu i think crunchyroll is doing like a dub of it so if you want it if you don't want to have to read it you'd have to like subscribe to crunchyroll um but i love it it's very funny and it's like it's just it's very charming and it's called Spy... Spy Family. Family. It's like Spy X Family, but Spy Family. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't say the X? I guess you don't say the X? I don't know. Spy by Family? Yeah. 
No, I think it's just Spy Family. Okay. Um, but they eventually, like, like I read the manga and eventually they get a dog and the dog had also been experimented on so he can see the future. <laughs> and so he can't, you know, he, but he's a dog, but the girl, because she can read minds, can read what he's thinking. And so she also, like, so you have this whole dynamic where everyone in the family is, yeah, keeping secrets and it's, it ends up being very, very amusing. I mean, it sounds pretty great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and sounds like something that Dustin should watch, even though he mm. claims to hate, you know, good things. Just, I, I mean, I know he tries <laughs> to like did. destroy joy, but like, you know, there's enough joy in the world to go around. Maybe you should try I it. I can't destroy it all. You can't destroy it all. <laughs> I, you can try. <laughs> Well, you could watch this cartoon and come back next week and tell us, you no. know, why it's horrible. <laughs> I could do that. You could. Unfortunately, I feel like Dustin is going to have uh, too much to say about his latest uh, time travel uh, portal hole. Maybe time show, travel. Uh, which is also known as Outer Range on uh, Amazon. Yes. Uh, so, wait, uh, so, wait so, so there's a Western... And yes. has a weird portal. Yes. So this so is you, basically the Dustin show. Do you only watch shows that have giant holes in the ground? <laughs> or or uh, cowboys. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah if, you, if you've seen the trailer for this, it looks like a supernatural Yellowstone. And that is exactly what it is. It's not misleading at all. Uh, Josh Rowland stars in this, and his wife is Lily Taylor, who is amazing. Um, they have a Wyoming ranch that they live on uh some weird stuff happens at the beginning and but you don't really know what's going on there's uh they have two sons harry and rhett perry's wife has been missing mysteriously for nine months also two uh cows on the land have gone missing nobody knows why and then uh josh brolin's character finds a huge ass hole in their pasture and he starts throwing shit in the hole, and it just disappears. He's like, what the fuck? And he does. He tries to cover up the hole, and the tarp just falls right into the hole. Uh, and he's like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. But then that night, his sons go out drinking, and uh, they get in a scuffle with a guy named Trevor, uh, who's like part of the Tillerson family. And the Tillerson family are like the evil family that lived next door and they're and they have like found a map from a long time ago that says that they own part of the land the abbott land and uh that the, the part of the land that they own has this black hole on it uh anyway at the bar uh there's a big fight because like trevor is like fuck you your wife probably left you and perry's like no and then beats the hell out of him and then kills him on accident so they throw uh, Trevor in the back of the truck. They're taking him back to the ranch. And uh, Josh Brolin's like, oh, I got to get rid of this body. And he's like, I don't know exactly where to go. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes him and throws him into the hole. And he's gone forever. However, there's this poet. I don't know why the hell they... they uh, she's a poet. But she's a poet, at least in the show, played by Imogene Poots. But she has like some some weird backstory that we don't know about yet and she's just like i'm a poet and i want to live on your camp on your land for a while and i have like 
here's a big wad of cash. Is that okay? And Josh Brolin's like, we don't need your money. And she's like, I bet you do. And uh, he's like, yeah, that's fine. Go camp on the land. Anyway, <laughs> she's camping on the land and she sees uh, Josh Brolin throw the body in. And she's like, what the fuck? And then she goes up to him and like, he's like, why did you throw that body in? And he's like, I don't know. And then she goes, hey, let me put my arm around you and shove you into the hole. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually where the first episode ends with him like falling into the hole. And you're like, whoa. And then the second episode opens and he's like on the ground uh, in his pasture and he's got like a bullet hole in his leg and like scratches on his back and you're like, what the hell's going on? Uh, and he doesn't seem to know what happened either. He just wakes up and goes back to his family and they start plotting how they're going to keep the land and also how to cover up this murder. But has there been any indication of like how much time lapsed between like when he got shoved in the hole and when he woke up outside of the hole? Um, it's just the next morning. Oh. This, so... He could have just passed. I, we don't really know. Although earlier in the episode, when it opens, uh, he like goes out at five a.m. and then comes back a few uh, a few hours later, and everybody's like, uh, "It's time to go to school or whatever." And he's like, "What? How could it be time to go to school? We just I just got back, and he thought it was like six a.m., but it was actually ten a.m. So whatever's going on with that black hole probably has some sort of time." Elements. Anyway, in the second episode, the poet confronts Josh Brolin, and she's like, and he's like, "Why the hell did you push me in that hole?" And she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, "What's your deal?" And she's like, "I'm not going to tell you." And then she's like, "We need to work together and figure out what this hole is." And I feel like I've been called here, and I've been seeing like the family logo and all like everywhere I go I've been seeing your family logo so I had to come here and then she's like if we're going to work together you have to tell me what happened when you fell into the hole and then it has this sort of like a flashback where we get the memory of him in the hole and what happens was he falls into the hole and he wakes up and he's surrounded, like, there's people drilling on his land. It's dark. Uh, his family is surrounding him. And his wife comes up to him and he's like, what the hell's going on? And she's like, you've been dead for two years. Run. So he, like, takes off and he gets shot in the leg. And that's why he has a bullet hole in his leg the next morning. And, uh, and then he jumps back into the hole and the episode ends. But I guess the hole took him back to the present. Huh. So the hole was time travel? I don't know. Or I, an I alternate mean, reality? Yeah. Right, because she's like, you've been dead for two years. Like and how why, dead? But like also mostly why, dead? Or? I don't know. But why would she say run? I mean, they were surrounded by the Tillersons and they were going to shoot and kill him. But why were they going to shoot and kill this guy who just came out of a hole? Oh, you don't trust people who crawl out of... No, it's true. Like who you dead watch people. The Walking Dead. Yeah. I know. But it's like he's a dead person coming out of the hole. They should be like, oh my God, he's alive. Instead, they're like, let's shoot him. Well, what if they killed him the first time? Maybe, well, right, like, what if they, they killed him the first time and that's why he was dead? And now they're like, oh shit, we got to make sure that he's dead. 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know either. It's very mysterious, this hole. This, yeah, you love holes. I do. <laughs> it sounded a little, uh, a little bit, little, little manifesty. Yeah. A little Brea-y. A little manifest. Uh... But it's done really well. I mean, it's like a prestige like show. So, you know, I it's not silly. It's very Wait, well. It's not silly because I really want the show to be exactly the way that you I know, reenacted I know. it. <laughs> right. Like if it's not, I'm going to be very disappointed. Like, I mean, why'd you so be into that hole? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could end up being like a really, really dumb thing. But I mean, the way it's presented in anyone anyway is like, it's like very sort of like, I don't know, prestige television. And right. I'm, I'm very fascinated by it. But I'm also aware that it could, could completely fall apart like five episodes in. Would you like it if it wasn't about ranchers like if it wasn't yellow no no the rancher thing is actually i love that part like, that's what i know that's what i'm saying like would yeah, you yeah. like any mysterious hole show or does it have to be sort of like cowboy holes mm. well if you took the hole out i would still love the show that's my point but if yeah, you yeah. put the hole into like a lawyer show like you know is it only oh, do you just oh. like like yellowstone oh i see what you mean well i i the the hole makes it more interesting. The hole separates it from Yellowstone. I don't like need another Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if they want to start inserting holes into random other genres, that's fine with me too. It could Depending on what happens with the hole. What if they put a hole in Riverdale? Like, is that next oh season? I heard that it got is, renewed, right? Yeah, that is definitely next season. Yeah, they're like, ooh, I hear holes are a I thing mean, on TV now. They got, exactly. They got like pocket universes and superpowers and pyrokinetics. I'm sure they'll have a hole next. <laughs> they'll shove Percival into it or whatever. Yep. Oh, and next week's episode is a time travel episode. Actual time travel or are they just like dreaming? Oh, in Riverdale? Uh, I don't know. I thought it, I, I saw a headline saying it was... A time trouble episode. Huh. So it might be flashbacks because they all play themselves in the past anyway. <laughs> I'm Archie's grandfather, played by Archie. Gen- genetics are really crazy that yeah. way. <laughs> they really are. You just never change. <laughs> um, he's got that Archie family face. Yep. <laughs> And that is uh, out of range. I'll keep you posted on this because I think people should watch it. But if you don't want to watch it yet and you want to wait and see how it turns out, I get that too. <laughs> so I'll keep you posted on whether it gets dumb or continues to. I, you know, I have a feeling it's going to be like one of those. The best mystery box shows just keep the mystery a secret and hold off as long as possible and drag us along until the fucking seventh season. Which is probably what's going to happen here, but I'll be along for the ride. <laughs> I hope we can get Dan to do the plonk sound for two, <laughs> two separate show recaps. Like that'd be great. Oh, the, the into, into the into, into the, the out of range plonk. into the range hole plonk. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Uh, 
we'll see if we'll see if Outer Range becomes a plunk worthy show because you know it's not a, not every show gets a plunk. No, only the ones with holes. Yeah, even and, stand the chance. Well, they have to be. They have to have holes and also be worthy of weekly uh, recaps. recaps. <laughs> Whereas on our show, we only do Riverdale and Kung Fu. <laughs> hey, uh, what? Manifest. Oh, La that's Brea. right. We did do Manifest. Yeah. Uh, we do La Brea yeah. when it's, when that's it's right. on. Okay. We, we don't make a thing of it, but we pretty much talk about Apple TV shows every week. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> that's true. We know. actually don't have one right now. I don't know what you're trying to say, Dustin. What's wrong with I don't know. Yeah. Riverdale and, and Kung Fu? Nothing, nothing at all. They're yeah. great shows. We would watch them every week, whether we're doing a podcast or not. Yeah. Exactly. Well, no, um, I would not watch Riverdale if, if I weren't writing about it. But who made the decision to write about it? That was my dumbass idea. <laughs> <laughs> like six seasons ago. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, speaking of Apple TV shows, I just remembered. Uh, wait, Dustin, are you caught up on Pachinko? Yes. Okay, and Tori, you're not watching it yet. I have no. I want to. Okay. I want to like watch it all. Yeah. Well, you're only a couple weeks away from that. So. Okay. Because um, I th- I think it's is it eight episodes? I think, I think so. it's eight. Yeah. And th- we're through six. Um, I actually don't have a ton to say. It's still good. It's still um. Uh, it's still really well done. Uh, the one thing that I did note, watching episode six, or kind of like where it ended, it's like oh they're there are, it feels like there are mysteries that they're teasing that they're not going to answer this season. Oh, you think this was the first, this, well, I don't know if they'll get another season, but this is the, this was the first time that it felt like there are some things they're talking about that, because now that there are only two episodes left and they're talking about things that happen to people who we haven't met. So it means, it sounds, it feels like, uh, either we won't meet them or we won't find out what happened to them in this season, or it might be like one of those, uh, much like how severance ends on a big cliffhanger right. reveal. There might be something like that. Um, I feel like if Pachinko wants another season, they'll give it another season because Apple TV is got scads of money. And if I don't even think they care about ratings so much as like if people like the show and this is a great show. So it had, I mean, I think the show could get like a, get some awards recognition, whether or not people watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's it's great. It's worth worth watching for sure. But um, but yeah, I don't have anything insightful to say beyond that, other than that it's it's still good. It continues uh, to be good. Continues to be good. Jin Ha speaking three languages. So yeah, it's crazy. Yes, speak Korean, Japanese, and English. Also, uh, just side note: if you ever want, like a something to make you happy like in the middle of the day if you just need like a pleasant distraction if you google uh jin ha like his red carpet outfits oh yeah <laughs> just the best i had totally forgotten fan- yeah that was consistently yeah consistently amazing yeah it's hard to connect the character in this show with the guy on the red carpet just literally Google Jin Ha red carpet and you will, it's, you'll just have Google will return to you happiness. <laughs> Dan, did you uh, catch up on Tokyo Vice? Uh, I haven't yet. Um, I'm Fair still enough. just, just the one episode. Um, right. I'll get to it. I did watch the first episode of Minx. Finally. Oh, good. You which catch. was, which was 
it was it was good. Now that this the entire uh, season is finished. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the whole good. season is done. It's done. Yeah, because I think they were doing the like three or two oh, episodes at yeah. a time yeah, kind yeah. of release. Good season though. Look, Dustin, and there's a lot of there's a lot of things out there in the world to do besides TV, and I wouldn't know it. Not all of it, you know. I can I can only do so much. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, which is why I'm still one episode behind on Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tori has us covered, so um, yeah. Tori can spoil what I've haven't seen yet. I mean, I don't. There's not really anything to spoil. I think I'm still. Like I still enjoy it for being low stakes, but I also uh-huh. realize that most of most of my enjoyment is just that Oscar Isaac looks like looks like he's having a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the plot relies heavily on like uh, Ethan Hawke's character just showing up at inopportune times for no good reason. Um, he just kind of appears out of nowhere, and you're like, "How did you even know? Like, what? Like." <laughs> do you have Oscar Isaac bugged? Like, how did you know to show up right now? Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? I think it's, it's just, it, the plot gets a little, eh, but, um, but yeah, I'm just, I still, I'm enjoying it just because I enjoy, I think Oscar Isaac's performance is a lot of fun and I like mm-hmm. where they're going with that. I'm a little worried because, uh, and this is what you haven't seen in episode three, um, Khonshu, the, the Egyptian God, gets locked up in God jail because he like screwed around with the sky a couple too many times um, and the other gods got angry at him so they lock him up and so now his powers is like that he would bestow upon his avatar you know uh, Oscar Isaac um, apparently are gone so I don't know if Moon Knight is going to be Moon Knight this week (laughs) or if he's just going to be dude fighting with you know himself Um, interesting yeah and so i'm waiting to see how that pans out because i don't know how much i mean i just i really like the suits i just really like their little outfits so i think a lot of my enjoyment like may hinge on that we'll see (laughs) uh but yeah so basically they're about to invade or or go after uh ethan hawk's character who has found the tomb of the goddess that he's trying to resurrect. Um, so they have to go stop him and they finally have his location, but, uh, they, yeah, Oscar Isaac no longer has any powers. So see how that shakes out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's messy. It is. And it's like when you're watching it, I, I'm fine with, you know, it's like, Oh, it's just like a, it's a fun little mindless, like whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like, amazing right but on the other hand it's like kind of again i kind of go back to like all of the marvel shows always felt like there was something you needed to be watching that was setting up something else it would like they felt like homework like you had to watch them because there was going to be a movie and it would tie into that or there would be something and like this doesn't feel that way like the idea of it being like oh i can just watch it because like oscar isaac's having a good time and that's it and i don't have to like overthink it and like tear everything apart like cool right <laughs> like, well cool. it's funny that like that's the um that's kind of like the secret want is for the show to be able to just be its own thing yeah um but at the same time i don't know i mean like i i'm not a marvel completist but the 
the fact that it feels a little inessential is kind of like making it harder for me to feel the need to keep going. I mean, yeah. Again, as much as I'm enjoying Oscar Isaac's performance for sure. It's still um, a commitment and if you're not yeah. like into the show, then yeah. yeah. Like you know you don't have to watch it. Right. Um I kind so of wish they give me a reason to continue watching it. Yeah. I really like the pilot, but it's kind of like ugh. Yeah. Well, I think part of it too. I think for me, I'm like I'm just curious where they're going to end it. And it's only six episodes. So we're like halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a part of me that's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Cause like theoretically from what they've set up, like I can't tell, normally you can kind of sense what the trajectory is. And here I'm like, well, they're going to encounter Ethan Hawke next week. <laughs> so either that, you know, fails and there's enough other plot complications to last two more episodes after that or that one encounter is going to take three episodes like i can really can't predict like what more will happen right um they do tease that like there's a whole other personality i think that mm-hmm. um mark and steven aren't aware of so that'll come into play So, like, I have I have questions, but it's definitely not like a, oh, I'm counting down the minutes until the new episode. It's like, oh, cool. Like, this will be a nice, mindless way to spend an evening. Right. You know, it's fine. Like, yeah, I agree. I haven't, I, they don't, I don't have a real reason yet. It is not essential viewing. Mm-mm. It's no... I mean, it needs a hole. Yeah, exactly. This is <laughs> oh, if only there was a hole. A... Oh, Marvel should. Sounds dirty now. <laughs> Man, if Marvel could corner the whole market. <laughs> I mean, look, we're not a uh, movie podcast, but Marvel uh... makes TV shows. We're oh, no, no, talking about one. No, no, no. This is. Uh, I was. Uh, Tori, we let you, let me finish. I have something to say. I have something to say, and it's time for the man to speak. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, don't don't at me. Uh, Go on. Uh, not this is not a movie podcast, but I finally got to see everything everywhere all at once, uh, <gasps> which was amazing and uh, uh, brought joy to my heart. And uh, just want to say, it has a hole. So. Yeah, I, I'm no. not. Yeah, it's not necessarily that the two are linked, but you no, know. But, yeah. but you can't. I don't know it, anything about this show, this movie now, which I really want to see, except that it has a hole and there's yep. butt plugs. Are these well, related? Oddly, no. Oh, no. Nope. Well, I mean, everything's, really. everything's related, right? But not in once. not in a way that you would <laughs> assume uh, interaction between the two. Correct. Um, but also, Dustin, as as Dan said, the movie brought him joy, so. You yeah, probably won't I like it. it. Oh, that's yeah. true. You may not. So, you know, just be forewarned. <laughs> God, that was a good movie. It was such a good movie. Um, I want to see it again. That's why I didn't watch TV this week, Dustin. <laughs> I was, was busy like a... thinking about everything for all at once. Yeah, you just kind of get sucked into it. And, mm-hmm. and it was not a short movie. No. But you just... Uh, oh. But it doesn't feel long. No. Um, and it's 
yeah, it's just it's just a lovely movie. Um, I felt like when I was in the theater, I was like, I've always been here, and I could continue to always be here, <laughs> and like the lights never need to come up. Like this movie can just keep going. Well, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, you sh- you should be, Dustin. Don't How dare you that. not? How, why haven't you seen it yet? I don't <laughs> understand. Like, what's the what's the? Because I haven't been to a theater in two years. Mm, then. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You should probably see it in the theater. I hope. And yeah, like Dan said, there is a hole. So. It's not. It's not a sign of quality, but it's certainly. Uh, we can't prove causation, but there's certainly correlation. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Feels like feels like weirdly. This is gonna be a short episode, but wow. um. We even you talked know. about a movie. We did. This I is weird. Like we should ex- no. That, we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave I it there. Anatomy of a Scandal, not good. Watch Better Call Saul. <laughs> First Lady, to be determined. All right. Uh, Better <laughs> Call Saul it. premieres on the 18th, which is when we're recording this, even though it will be out on the 20th, which is when Russian Doll will be out. Um, and we've so, not heard yeah. great things about Russian Doll. But Dustin did love. Uh, I, I didn't mean to gloss over. Dustin loved the first lady on Showtime. Yeah, yeah. Did don't let him, Don't no. Don't let him <laughs> no. play this whole like. We'll see. Like he was like, I like it. Okay, the no, reason I why like... the episode's so short is because we talked for at length pre-pod, <laughs> and Dustin just kept raving about the first lady, and Tori and I agreed we could not put no. that on the show. No. I love history. And this shows a side of history that's not often spoken about. And maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. It's interesting to me. Well, basically, if they want any quotes for their upcoming commercials, they should listen to Dustin Rolls on Pajiba. Because he is a big fan of First Lady. Loves it. All right, now. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh with more more TV to talk about. Barry will more be More holes. So, more <laughs> holes. Is there a hole on Barry this season? Who can say? Um, we should just turn this into hole watch. <laughs> just <laughs> trying to find plot holes, visual holes, like anything hole-related You in know, TV. That's, that's not a bad hook for this podcast. Uh, Is it too late to pivot? So, it's never too late to pivot. <laughs> Hundred and thirty something episodes in. It's time we found we found our, our thing and it's holes. <laughs> uh, have a good night. Good night everybody. <laughs> good night.